0: For the show that defends public health by simplifying and demystifying how to live an energetic life with a flat belly. So if you're into freedom, a healthy gut, and staying young, this is the show for you. What's up, Health Heroes? Tim James here with another exciting episode of the Health Hero Show. Today in the house, we have Dr. Ross Carter. Dr. Ross Carter. Now, Dr. Ross was actually referred to me. Um, I was on the phone. Who was I? I think I was on a podcast or something. I can't remember right now. I was talking to a client, and she had a pretty in-depth knowledge of of health. And I was like, wow. And then um, I got talking about my story, Hippocrates. As all of you know, my whole journey started there when my friend got chronic lymphocytic leukemia, uh, blood cancer. I went to Hippocrates Health Institute. And uh, I've actually, um, that's where my whole, I learned about detox, nutrition. And that was like a big turning point in my health, like the big turning point in my life, actually, for everything. And, um, so I became close with, uh, the directors there, doctors, Brian and Anna Maria Clement. I've been working with them for years, sending people to the Institute. And this lady knew that she's like, Oh, you need to get like Dr. Ross on your show. He knows all about Hippocrates. And I think he works there. And I was like, really? So, um, here he is. We, we brought him in. He actually does work at Hippocrates. He was just there. What yesterday or the day before, right?
1: I was on there. I was, I go there Tuesdays
0: on Tuesdays. Yeah. So, what Dr. Ross um, specializes in is stem cells. Now, for me, this when this when I first was heard, hearing about this, I was very excited about this technology because it's like, you know, and I'll have you explain it, but you know, you can critique me if you need to because I'm I'm sure. complete novice at it. But the way I looked <laughs> at it was that the, our bones and the bone marrow we create stem cells, right? And these cells are like little baby cells that can become anything. They're like a young kid, like. I can be an actress. I can be a firefighter. I could be, th- I could be whatever I want. So you have these new, c- these cells coming out of the bone and then they can go become a liver cell. They can become a skin cell. They can do this. So they they can become anything and they can, they help you regrow and regenerate. Is that correct, doc?
1: Uh, not exactly. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I like how you did that, but uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll clarify a little bit on what, what, what it does, how, how it works like that. But your your bone marrow cells what you're referring to um they're really designed to make blood that's what they're there for they're called hematopoietic stem cells and they're really there to make new blood but you have other stem cells in your body oh okay Um, yeah so the way the way you might want to look at it is that every tissue in your body has its own repair cells we could call them a stem cell but it's not really that but you know since we're not all phd scientists we could go with that we can just say that every tissue has uh, specific progenitor cells which are the repair cells like for example your skin is re- uh, repairing itself all the time uh, you need to ha- uh, make new bone new blood new cartilage ligaments all these things have specific tissue uh, regenerative cells in them and that's uh really what how these these tissues start to repair themselves so it's not that we can take your bone marrow and inject it into another part of your body and suddenly you have a brand new liver or a kidney or a heart yeah it doesn't quite work that way that would be awesome but it, it it's not quite that way how it works
0: well this is good because oh and stick around guys till the end because what we're going to do is we're going to get into this backstory here in just a second but we're gonna go into a lot of the problems that people are facing today, health-wise challenges that stem stem cells could help. And then also then we're gonna get we're gonna do a deep dive on the different types of stem cells, what's safe, what's not, what you should look out for, because it's a there's a big terrain out there in stem cells. So before we get into that, I just wanted to mention really quick. Um, we had um, like one of my number one health hacks, and if you guys have not seen it yet. Is these infrared saunas, okay? And I want you guys, when you're done listening to this episode, to go. If you haven't already, check out episode 61 where I interviewed uh, Phil Phil Wilson, the uh, the owner of uh, RelaxSaunas.com. Uh, we actually have them for sale on our website now. We've had a lot of people starting to purchase them directly from us. Uh, just make sure that whether you go to Relax Sauna or our website, there's a code that you can get $100 off. It's Health Hero. So you put that in at checkout. And all I can say is, man. It's really important to detox, and this sauna, just to put it into context, has broken a natural law, okay? It is very profound. I've ditched my $5,400 sauna. Now I use this little $1,900 one, and it's, it's fantastic. So for those of you wanting to, an easy, passive way to boost your immune system, have better skin, sleep better, get rid of inflammation in the body, get rid of soreness after workouts, improve your joint health, all this stuff, increase circulation. I better shut off my phone. I just heard a ding. Um, one. you want to get one of those saunas or check them out. And episode 61 goes into great detail. So, all right, Dr. Ross. um, Yes. Why don't you tell us about, um, I'm going to mute my phone. Can you still hear me? I can hear you. Okay. Yes. Yeah, I'm going to mute my, hopefully that'll mute my phone and then it won't come through because it dinged. I forgot I turned it on because I had a call today. So how did you get into medicine? Did you look up like a little stem cell when you were a kid and said, I want to be a doc? (laughs)
1: uh yeah that's exactly it you got it it's uh you know the uh the joke is you you see all the snowflakes falling you say you can what kind what do you want to be when you grow up and you could be anything you want to be so uh that's stem cells have that potential how did i get involved in this uh well it was actually actually by accident um so i had uh two large rehab centers in atlanta and I was in Atlanta, Georgia, and I was uh, running those centers for several, maybe 10 to 15 years. We were doing a lot of rehab on, on joint problems and all these things. And we had what's called an integrated practice, meaning that we had all modalities in our practice, whether it be, um, you know, we had a nurse practitioner, a medical provider. We had a um, massage therapist with chiropractic. We incorporated it all, all into one office so that we could provide all these great services so they didn't have to go all over the place. Anyway, um, I was 41. This is back in 2011. I decided I, I was single at the time. I decided, you know what? I want to meet, you know, more friends. I want to make new friends. And I, what better than do like recreational sports, you know, how you go on those recreational leagues and you can meet a bunch of people. And of course, my real goal was more in the feminine area. I was, I was looking to make a, uh, find a girl, uh, <laughs> to, you know, to hang out with. Right. And so, uh, so I show up at this, uh, I signed up, um, but they had all these different choices, which was kind of interesting. They had like kickball, they had uh, soccer, they had softball, but then they had one that I hadn't seen since I was a kid, which was dodgeball. Do you, do you remember dodgeball?
0: Oh yeah. it was one of my favorite things, man. I right, love it. right.
1: When you're, when you're, when you're a 12 year old, it's, it's an awesome game. Uh, well, it turns out that when you take a little red ball and Throw it at a girl going fifty miles an hour and it hits her in the face. It is not the best way to find a date. So really, that didn't, yeah, no, it's surprisingly surprisingly that Hard that to is, believe. Yeah,
0: I got to tell you, man, I was I was actually pissed because my senior year in high school, they yeah, they yeah. outlawed they wouldn't let us play dodgeball anymore.
1: Oh well, they took I it took away. A- it was my
0: senior year. I was ready to dominate and crush everybody.
1: <laughs> well that's pretty much why they took it away because they didn't want people like you killing people with the dodgeball.
0: <laughs> well, I got to tell you afterwards, my son was like in, 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 um, uh, going to elementary school and he was probably like, I don't know, six, seven, eight or something like that. Yeah. And I was a parent thing. And then there was a, they had, they actually had a dodgeball thing, but there were kind of these little softy balls. They were a little bit different yeah. But still. And then they were like, well, let's get Tim on the team and, and the, and the PE director, and so we went out there and we were on opposing teams and I, I took him out. But when I was throwing the ball at him, I missed him. And he him and I were kind of in the front. And there was this little kid in the back. He was like the, the little kid that had like no athletic ability, where he's just standing against the wall. And that ball I threw as hard as I could. It's right. like, you know, probably, I don't know how how old was I? Probably, I don't know. I was in my early 30s. Threw it as hard as I could. And I'm still playing baseball at this point. And I throw about 85 miles an hour. So I throw this thing as hard as I can. And it goes right by the teacher. He ducks it, and it goes through, through you know, different kids. Goes back and hits him in the stomach.
1: And that was it. And
0: down he goes. And I felt like, dude, I felt like about, I could have crawled out underneath the door. I felt so bad. But it gets worse. Yeah. We kept playing, and we got into another match. I threw it. I missed the teacher again. It goes sailing back there. It hits the same kid in the guts again. Wow. I drilled the kid twice and I said that's it I'm done. I'm like so I started using my left hand and I was just playing these I I got too competitive and I end up I don't know if that kid's still alive today but I, if he is <laughs> I, I sure I sure hope so. So that's anyway, that's probably back your, back
1: here. that that got it all banned in the first place. <laughs> yeah. So
0: let's get back to your unique dating tactic where you bash yeah. women in the face with red dodge balls. That yeah.
1: Out. That, that did not work. So, so, okay. but while it was still fun, I enjoyed it. So uh, in the middle of one of our, uh, I had a, we were doing a league, I threw a ball, I threw it as far as I could. And um, I noticed that uh, suddenly I woke up and I was on the ground. So it felt, I thought I'd either slipped or got hit, but neither of those happened my knee had collapsed. And that was the first time I'd ever had my body like really fail. I've, I've always been athletic and healthy. And, um, you know, I'm 41 and I'm just laying there. I'm like, what happened? And I couldn't get up my, uh, I couldn't walk on my knee. It was like, it felt like it was falling off, which is a strange feeling. Well, that's great. Anyway, I hopped off, got out of, got, got back home. And, uh, I was, you know, I was pretty worried. I thought I'd sprained it really badly or something um and i had rehab offices at the time so i was like you know i'll just start doing some rehab and i started doing that immediately uh it's it started to get a little bit stronger but it was always uh, i was always favoring my other leg uh the swelling was there it was just it just never recovered like it like i wanted it to um and then so i was like you know what i need to find out what's going on so i got an mri and then i found out oh i tore my acl i don't know i don't know if you've experienced that or anybody who's listening there's probably some listeners that have been through experience like this. Why don't this.
0: you explain that? Because for the people that haven't, I mean, the people that have been through it, they know yeah.
1: it intimately, but what is it? Well, a it's, ACL a, it's a cruciate ligament.
0: I saw that a lot in your, sports.
1: Your ACL is your anterior cruciate ligament. It basically kind of holds your knee together uh, in certain motions. And when it, when it tears, you have to get some kind of surgical procedure to fix that. Um, and so I went to an orthopedist because I wanted to see what my options were for repair. And uh, so I remember him talking to him, and he was like, um, "Yeah, we we can repair it. And the way we repair it is, uh, we either take cadaver tissue, and they they use a piece of cadaver tissue and they make an, a new ACL out of that, or they take a part of my hamstring and use that." And so I I stopped him. I was like, "Wait a second. Um, this sounds like replacement. This is like a major surgery. This isn't just repairing." And I because you know for me. There's a difference between repair and replace. I mean, you have a bad relationship and you need to fix it, you you repair it, but you're still in the same relationship. But if you're replacing your relationship, that's a completely different experience. So for for this was a replacement. And I was like, I didn't like those two options because the amount of rehab to have to do after the surgery, I would be down quite a bit. Uh, it was painful. All of them sounded like terrible options. So I was uh so went online to figure out what was between. Uh, rehab and surgery. There had to be, there's like a gap. There's something missing. You know, it wasn't medication. So I was like, all right. Uh so I went online, I started doing research, and I found a place out in Thailand, they were doing something called at the time stem cell therapy. And I was like, I had to see what this was all about. And they were talking about using bone marrow stem cells, like you'd mentioned, and they were putting them all into our bodies, joints, knees, shoulders, you name it. And it was, it was. They were having miraculous results. Now, this is 11 years ago, and you, you never know what you can trust online. I mean, still. Right. And so, but I didn't have any other options, and I thought maybe this might be a solution. So I literally booked a three-month trip to Thailand and Asia, and I went, I went there. had a great time. Loved Asia. I saw what they were doing in these clinics, and it was, it was amazing. They were taking bone marrow out. They were taking the cells and re, re, basically repurposing the cells. And it was working, but I decided I wanted to do it, but not there because, you know, I'm halfway across the world. And, you know, what happens if, you know, I need to come back or whatever. So I decided i figure out how to do this locally. And It was weird to me because I never heard about this done in the United States. You know, it's weird. We're supposed to be the most progressive place for health services, but this wasn't something that was offered at all. Uh, it happened that when I got back, I found this, uh, this company that was doing something called placental derived, uh, tissue or placental derived stem cells is what they called it. And they basically said, it's the same procedure, but we're not using your own bone marrow. We're going to use something from placenta, not, not embryonic, but the placenta tissue after a woman's had a baby. Mm-hmm. And so they recycle, uh, recycle these cells. And then they injected into my, well, I had my nurse do it, injected into my knee. I'm not kidding you, man. About a month after that, uh, I, I, I noticed that I wasn't favoring my other knee anymore. I I'd get out of bed and I was back to walking normally. And a, a month later, I was back to all my normal activities. I was exercising. I was doing everything I, I did before I had injury and I never had surgery. And now it's 10, 11 years later. And I still have never had surgery. I just did a marathon about two or three months ago. So It was effective and it worked and the longevity is still working today, you know, and that was You had a holy
0: crap moment. You're like, holy crap, this
1: works. Not only did I I discovered
0: a secret of the universe.
1: I did. I felt like that. I was like, why does nobody else know about this? And I was like, you know what, we're going to we're going to convert our rehab office into a stem cell specialty center. It's called Stem Cell of Atlanta. We grew up to be the largest stem cell specialty center in, in Georgia, probably around the south. And, uh, and, and that's all we did It's we did these amazing procedures and I, I saw, I saw amazing results with pe- getting people get better. Um, and we helped thousands of people, uh, with their joint pain. And it was just, it was incredibly rewarding and, and it was amazing. I, and I enjoyed it. So we did that for, you know, eight, eight or nine years. And, and until I, uh, I actually retired from Atlanta and had a great opportunity down in West Palm beach, which is where I'm at now.
0: Yeah. And now you're working with the Hippocrates Health Institute.
1: I am, I am. And uh, well, what was, what was interesting, I was working, I have been doing consulting with a, a celebrity, a high level celebrity for the last five years is one of the reasons I moved down here. And fortunate, what was, I wasn't able to talk about it before, but recently, I'll show you something. You know this guy?
0: Yeah, yeah, Tony Robbins. He
1: just, yeah, he just put a book out, Life Force. So in the back of the book, he has his acknowledgements and he put my name in it. So that was nice. pretty cool. Yeah. yeah so cool. since then, you know, I, so I I've basically been consulting him on this area of regenerative space because he talks a lot about that in the book. And um, so that's one of the reasons I moved down here. And I, and I do a lot of speaking on these procedures and how they can help people. And uh, so that, that's basically the story of how I got involved. And I just it just took off from there.
0: So what what do you see the difference between the methods that you were using before and people's results and now people coming in and you're using different methods with stem cell, what's the difference in results? Like if you were a one to 10, one poor, 10 excellent, where was your clinic before as a number and where were you after you perfected your stem cell?
1: Well, yeah, when I got involved in it, it was so new that there was not a lot of training. There was not a lot of education. It was just, it was just, there were, doing this one procedure a certain way and they didn't really understand it so so and a lot of people still have this misconception when you take stem cells and you put them in a different part of your body um most people or many people think that it's going to create new tissue that's not what happens like let's say for example uh with my knee for or an example with the knee Uh, If your knee has degeneration there or arthritis or it's bothering you or something, and if you take these stem cells and you inject it into your knee, those stem cells are not going to make new tissue. What they do, though, is they control and coordinate your repair system of your own body. Your body has the ability to repair to some degree. But as we get older, it becomes what's like more hibernation. It starts to not work as well and the number of repair cells goes down. What we're doing is we're tricking the body and stimulating it to think it's younger and, and waking up your own repair cells. So any repair that's done is done by your own body's cells, not from the stem cells that we're, we're putting into that area.
0: So your ACL that torn, did it yes. heal itself and come back together?
1: Well, it was part, it wasn't a full, it wasn't separated completely. Oh, okay. It was just a partial tear. So what it did is just stimulate my own um, cartilage cells to to fuse that together and make it strong again so that it, it it healed it.
0: So if somebody has a full tear, then that wouldn't work?
1: They wouldn't? If the if the tissue is completely torn, it's not gonna bridge the gap. It, it's not gonna do that. And you would need surgery, but these procedures in, in combination with surgery you can get better results with that.
0: Okay. So again, back to my earlier question, when you had so, your rehabilitation clinic yes. on a scale yes. of one to 10, one, not helping people 10 they're completely
1: healed. Oh, what would you well, say on
0: average people walk out of there at what number after they went through
1: full rehabilitation? Even with rehab, the problem with a lot of people is they have chronic injuries that are not going to go away on their own we would do like a lubrication injections which was called hyaluronic acid is commonly used on people's faces to make it fuller but we use it as an injection into a knee joint now that had a had a pretty good uh response where it was lubricating the knee and the knee would work better and take down some inflammation and it would feel better but it's just kicking the can down the street if you know what i mean it's just a delay in the inevitable because the condition that brought them there is still there and yeah. it progressively got worse so the essence is most of the people got somewhat better during treatment but over time uh everything would typically come back and it would even usually a lot of times it would be worse because
0: so it was a great great business model just
1: <laughs> well that's what we were you're, that, you're we helping did, people.
0: this was not the, the only thing we did but deal
1: yeah it was unfortunate and it was very unfulfilling you know, it's yeah. very unfulfilling because we, you know, we, we get to the point where we just couldn't help somebody to pass a certain degree and, you know, so we couldn't do So where it. do you
0: think rehabilitation clinics in general, how well do you think they're serving the public?
1: Well, it depends on what they're getting rehab for. If they're having a surgery, uh, then there are, there is a degree of where you can get, uh, after surgery from rehab. Uh, If they're just doing it because they have pain, I mean, there's, it it really depends on so many factors of what's going on and what, what the problem is. So it's really difficult to say whether or not, I I totally believe in rehab. I mean, it's just like basically saying, do you believe in exercise? And absolutely, you need to strengthen the area and keep it strong and stable. So I think we should all be doing rehab, whether we're going through a surgery or not. I I do rehab this morning. I went out and ran. You know, all yeah. these things are my rehabs, right. but I think rehab is critical for for us to to stay strong. Yeah. So yeah, I'm. So I'm it's not it's not it. a
0: bad thing. I mean, I got my friend Sean Enton. He got he stroked out and he had to learn how to walk and talk again. And the rehab specialist obviously helped them. So yes, there's just there's just a little segment of where they're doing rehab that's just not working. It's more of a, like you said, kicking the can down the road thing, but for other things it works, but for this other section of people have these chronic issues, yeah. this, the stem cells is a way to get to the root of the problem to, to, to solve their problem permanently.
1: To some degree, uh, that's, there, there is some degree of truth in that. Um, permanently is relative. I mean, if, if somebody comes in um, and they're 300 pounds, and their knees are shot. And then they want a, a one-shot injection of these stem cells, and they're hoping it's going to solve all their problems. It's not. I mean, I, I always right. Say,
0: they have to lose weight. They've got to get their lifestyle. They need to take care checked. of themselves. Yeah. If you're
1: not taking care of yourself, I don't care what procedure you're going to do. It's not going to solve your problems. You have to take responsibility for your own health. And when you do that, and you do these procedures in conjunction with other things they can make a huge difference but if you're not willing to take the 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 steps that you need to make a difference in your health then these things are going to waste your money
0: so it basically just becomes a very powerful
1: tool that you can add to your toolkit to
0: rebuild your health
1: right it's like go take supplements go exercise get good sleep you know things like that i do a lot right now in the longevity and anti-aging space I, i kind of moved away from pain management which was Uh, pain. Um, And then now I do longevity and anti-aging, which is so much more fulfilling. And I really love uh, what I, what I get to do in this field, but it's, it's different than doing, you know, shoulder, shoulders and knees and hips uh, because we're just dealing with pain. Now we're looking at changing your epigenetics, changing uh, your longevity, trying to make you actually younger uh, biologically. That's a lot more amazing that that field is, is really taking off right now. Uh, with people wanting to you know, not only get better, but they also want to go beyond where they are and, and really uh, achieve their, their highest potential.
0: Yeah, well, you have ways to track that, right? And measure that?
1: Yeah. So when I work with someone, you know, what I do with my clients is we look at your blueprint with uh, DNA tests. You know, there, are, there are special tests, not just like you know, Ancestry or D, uh, you know, 23andMe. I mean, it's great to know where you're from, but it don't, that, that amount of information is amusing for about 30 seconds and then you're done with it.
0: I think that's just a way to track people and gather data on people anyway.
1: (laughs) No doubt. Probably. But there are other companies that I work with that actually can take that, that your DNA, look at your blueprint and actually know what's going on with your actual health. As you get older, I'll give you an example. Um, Heart disease is one of the uh, the top prior uh, top killer of of people in general. Um, you know, every day people in the United States are dying from heart disease. What causes heart disease is that the arteries become occluded, right? They get blocked by some type of placking. But what? Why does that placking develop in that area? And it's usually because that area has damage. So your your arteries have this little lining. It's called your endothelium. And some people's lining of their arteries is super thin genetically. This is a genetic thing, so it could be very thin. And when it's really thin, that uh, that endothelium could get damaged, and then you can you have you're more prone to develop uh, atherosclerosis or heart disease. That makes sense.
0: They stop stop making um, nitric oxide
1: that there's a lot of different factors but i'm talking just specifically about the endothelium but if it's thick and strong genetically then your chances of developing atherosclerosis go down so mm-hmm. what we we can look at genetic factors to know more about who you are but more importantly as you get older what things are more prone to uh, occur with based on your genetic code And we can look at your cardiovascular, your inflammatory, uh, your sleep area, primary areas that you should look at to see what's what I need to focus on. I mean, you know, is is your diet the right diet for you? You can look at that genetically and say, should I be uh, a vegetarian? Should I have paleo diet? Should I be a, a pescatarian? What kind of diet? And you can look at your genetics to to give you a clue on what uh food you should eat, also nutrition that you that your body is looking for as well. So that's one area is, is looking at your DNA. But what's one of the really cool ones is what's called epigenetic testing. And, and that just means your expression of your genetics. So the what we're looking at is your biological age on one of them. So you could be how, how old are you my nice
0: uh, I'll be 49 in June, just a couple months.
1: Okay. So you're 49 years old. So, but how old are your cells? How old is your biological age? We don't know, right? Unless you've taken tests. So you could be 49 um, or you could maybe, what if you, it says you're 53? So you're, you're not doing the right things right now or it could be younger. So I need to know that. And you can look at these amazingly accurate tests. They're called Horvath clocks. And they'll tell you, uh, don't ask me how to spell that because it's really weird. It's the name of the guy who created it. Horvath. H-O-R-A-T-H or something like that. Uh, Anyway, so it looks at your age. And then once you know where you are, then you can say, all right, uh, I'm doing whatever I'm doing right now is not working well. And I can see that on a test result. So now I can say, all right, what can I do to change that to make myself younger? because if your body is older than it should be that means you're going to you're more you're more prone to developing uh, age related conditions sooner than you want and uh, that's you know eventually and you'll have a
0: lower it. quality of life that's the bottom absolutely. line absolutely
1: all everything negative occurs when when you're aging faster than you should so if we know where you are then we we can figure out a way to rege- uh, to change your age so in the recent past uh, there was two areas. We looked at lifespan and health span, right? Your lifespan is how long you live. Your health span is how long you live and you're healthy during your, your lifetime. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I also, there is a different, a new class, which is reprogramming your youth. I wrote about it in the book here, but it's changing your, your cells into believing that you are actually younger and you can actually change your cells to actually function as, as if you were younger. There's a, some cool studies called parabiosis where they do parabiosis. Have you ever heard of thing, anything about heterogeneous parabiosis for those who are scientists?
0: But okay, anyway, have heard you ever,
1: of that. oh, my gosh, this is amazing. So what they can let's, do. Let's do
0: this. Let's take a quick break. Ahead. When we get back, we'll get into that because um, I'm excited about we'll talk more about the anti-aging component, too, when we return. We'll be right back. The average person today is carrying around six to 12 pounds of impacted fecal material and mucoid plaque in the small and large intestine. That's gross, but worse, it's super unhealthy. That is why we created Gut Detox Formula. This ancient 1,000-year-old formula from India gently micro-cleanses the intestines, removing all of that funk and gunk and junk that is destroying your health, while leaving your good bacteria behind, which is part of your immune system. And there is no diarrhea like most gut detox products, and it's made with the same chemical-free body promise, no stimulants, 100% 100% nature and always made in the usa get yours today at chemicalfreebody.com what's up health heroes tim james here we're back with dr ross carter and i'm really excited how this interview goes because yeah we're, we're going to get into stem cells but we're getting into some other cool stuff that i want to talk about we're gonna be talking about anti-aging now you just you mentioned um something before the break yes and,
1: um, parabiosis I, yeah i and, can't pronounce and- it but it's like, yeah, a word for me, parabiosis. and it okay. and it will relate to stem cells because I, I want to oh, cool. really. Yeah, no, no, no doubt, because stem cells are the really amazing in what they do. But most people have a misconception of how they work. So I'm going to use this example with parabiosis. So you can understand how we can change your cells. This is based in the longevity anti-aging. So pe- a parabiosis, they've done these experiments for years where they take a, a very young rat, and they, they connect it to an old rat. So the blood systems are connected. And what they found is when they do that, the old rat becomes younger, not, not, uh, you know, um, not just like it looks younger, but it, it grows new hair, it, its strength returns, its cognitive ability becomes uh, younger. All the components that are important of, of this, this rat is becoming younger than it was before. And it's all because of this, this young rat that's connected to it. So basically what's happening is you can change your cells to act younger. And that, and that is, was an amazing revelation because we can change our own cells to, not own, uh, to become younger than they are. Because I was talking about what if your age is older? Well, there are ways using stem cells in something called nanoparticle exosomes which can actually convert your age to a youthful state. Okay? So let me go into what that a stem That sounds simple. pretty good. Yeah, and that, that's one yeah, of the For me, man, that's
0: why I'm so interested in this is because for me, and our listeners know this, like since 2011, when I got my eyes opened up and I, you know, I mean, I was overweight. I had all these health issues, psoriasis, bleeding rectally when I pooped. I mean, that's my shirt says, love when you poop. And I'm just this regular working class dude from East. I grew up on a farm hunting and fishing. And it's like, when I went to Hippocrates, I'm like, wow, I've learned how to do self-care. I've learned how to treat my body like a a system and be a really intelligent system and sense what's going on, use my controller to change the input so I can change the output, which is my quality of life. And ever since I lost the weight and had all these uh, breakthroughs health-wise, I'm like, what else do I not know? What else have I been lied to about? And I've been on a mission for 11 years to work with myself and nature and get the man-made toxic chemicals and all this crap that, you know, the artificial environment that disconnects from nature and us, which we are an expression of nature. We don't live in or with nature. We are nature. And get myself back into balance and plug into the the vitality and the vibrational frequency of nature so I can boost my immune system, look younger, feel younger, and um, and just have a high fricking quality of life. I want to maximize. I want to get every juice of drop of life out that I can. I want to have a really good... Uh, time doing it it was like just yesterday I mean I was just bending over to do some stuff and it was like I I think I was watering some my sprouts and stuff and i was squatting down I'm like it's easy for me to squat down and bend over and do stuff and you see other people I mean that's why they have velcro shoes they can't move that much anymore right so you know this is exciting to me because for me I just want to make sure that anything I'm doing though is in the natural laws of nature so Absolutely. that's why I want to get some more information from you on stem cells right. and see if this is going to be something that I could add to my life, you know, to, cause I've got some old injuries and stuff from football and baseball and that, you know, I'm just being an idiot, but, um,
1: so, well, I'm let's gonna... go into stem cell 101. How about that? Okay, let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> and I'll relate it back to the, the parabiosis, parabiosis yeah. and I Explain how it goes into anti-aging. So a stem cell is basically a cell that can become other types of cells. So it's kind of a blank cell. And it can self-replicate, meaning it can create itself, or it can become a different tissue line. It goes down a lineage and becomes eventually uh, one type of uh, cell line, whether it be skin, bone, whatever. So as we get older, the amount of these cells becomes diminished. Uh, One in 100,000 cells are a type of stem cell called, usually called a mesenchymal stem cell, which is the primary. Uh, And then as you get older, when you're in your as a just even young, like five or 10, uh, you've lost about 90% of those repair cells. So it's done most of the work since to make you who you are. But when you're in your 50s, you're running about one or 2% of the amount of repair cells that you used to have when you were when you were young. So when with this amount of loss, your body is just not able to heal itself like it did. I mean, think about it. If you see a little kid riding a bike, and they fall off, and then they scrape their knee, they're going to be healed within an hours maybe but they yeah. heal very fast right they'll jump back up on the bike but you know when we fall and you know and injure ourselves, i mean it, it's a it's a process there's you know you got to get up and you, you're injured and you might scar and you have all these problems so we just don't heal like we used to when we we're yeah, young. like old
0: people they have uh, they get bruises and they they hang around forever because the blood flows slow down and they just have less of the good stuff in them
1: exactly So, so a stem cell is responsible for a repair of our body. Um, So when we we're utilizing these repair cells, you can get them from your own body, which we'd mentioned before, the bone marrow is a, is a great source of these cells. And also you can get it from fat tissue. So you can take these types of tissues and separate the cells and take out the, the stem cells. Uh, and utilize those to stimulate your body to repair, right? So what they found was this, when you take, let's say you want to use it for a knee, let's just go with a knee. So when you inject these cells, what it does is it communicates to all the repair cells in that area. So let's think of it like a foreman at a job site. You got the guy in the middle and you got all the workers around and then it tells all the workers what to do, right? Mm -hmm. It sends messages, for what the, the recipes of what it's supposed to, all these cells are supposed to do. Now, what it turns out that's interesting about that is we used to think the stem cells actually created the new tissue. It's actually these repair cells that are already in your body. And it's stimulated by these tiny little vesicles. They're, they're, they're called microvesicles. Uh, they're called uh, nanoparticles. But that, what they do is contain a message and it goes from the stem cell into these repair cells and it tells it what to do, so that's how a stem cell procedure functions. That's how it stimulates repair. It sends messages to your own body's repair cells, and those repair cells do their work. So recently, within the last but less than ten years ago, they found out the way that actually happens is these little tiny particles are the result are what actually stimulates the repair. So what if what if we could take remove the live cells? And just use a concentration of those signals, those little repair uh, messages, and see if that functions the same way. And it did. So they, they started using just the signaling factors and not the live cells to stimulate the body to repair itself and work better. Um, because the- well,
0: hold hold on a second, does that help people that maybe most people don't think about this? But for me, like I've looked at you know like umbilical cord studies, and yes. you know when you're looking at you know, when they test for 400 toxic chemicals yeah. in the, in the, you know, in the womb and they're finding 250 of the 400 they looked for and 180 cause cancer in humans, 212 cause developmental and brain disorders. Then you go further and you realize that if you extrapolate that out, there's actually a hundred thousand toxic chemicals. And that could mean there's up to 71,000 chemicals in the bloodstream. And then you look at the fat and the muscle tissue that have 500 to a thousand times more concentration of chemicals that have bioaccumulated in those tissues they are actually found in the blood there's a lot of pollution there and then you got to worry Correct. about epstein-barr and all these weird things so when Brian. you're bringing in somebody else's stem cells this was my question what the hell am i actually getting what you just said though is like are you able to separate out the live cell and just take the signaling molecules and put them in without all the garbage that comes along with the full cell that's a potential brilliant
1: you you got it right exactly there's some there are a lot of complications with using live cells. One of them you just named, all the history, because you've got you've got cell components. You've got the DNA, you've got the organelles, you've got the mitochondria, you have all this stuff that when you put it, let's say you use placental derived, keep in mind they're not embryos, they're placental from someone else, and you put them in your own body, your body's gonna find that out and freak out, and it's gonna have a reaction and it's gonna attack those cells, right? There's a lot of complications with trying to use these stem cells. Uh, other countries are offering these cells uh, where they expand them into these giant doses. You probably heard about this, right? No. Nope? Okay. So other we don't have that here, but let's say Mexico, Panama, Caymans. Uh, many places overseas, over in Europe and, and Asia, they, what they do is they take placental cells, they expand them into a large quantity, and then they put them back in your body. Uh, like when you, you can say expand
0: them, them. Do, you, do they just allow them to replicate?
1: Yeah. They, they put them into a, like a, into a medium that allows the stem cells to expand and come and create what's called a colony. And then oh. you can use those in multiple doses to, stem, uh, to stick in your body. The challenge with that, one of them, of many, is that you are injecting a massive amount, you know, millions of these these live cells into your body, and your body is not, they're foreign, so your body's going to attack it. So when they found out that they could just use the signals and not these live cells, now the signals are a hundredth the size of a cell, They're, they're tiny, tiny, you can see them on electronic microscopes. they're very, very small. And these signals are universal. They're just messages that everybody's body understands and it doesn't perceive it as a foreign tissue or foreign anything because it's not a cell. There's no DNA. There's none of the other things that come with a cell. It's just simply different messages of what needs to happen. So now this gets into a therapy. Some call it exosomes, uh, nanoparticles. Yeah, you'll see a lot of people call it exosomes, but they're really nanoparticles. They're tiny, tiny particles that have messages that stimulate your body to heal itself, whether it be a joint or whether it be you can use it for longevity and anti-aging. And then it goes into the epigenetic components, which we can talk about. uh, This is really
0: exciting because like, you know, I don't want to get like some stem cells from Jeffrey Epstein and have those put in me or something. Right. Like, I
1: don't want to. Right. Because we see all this. I don't want
0: I don't want some crazy, weird, chemical, crap, <laughs> DNA issue problem. So I'm very excited about Now, how the hell do you guys separate the signals out from the, from the DNA and the rest of the cell?
1: Well, that's the responsibility of the laboratories that do this. This is their specialty. That They basically expand it. It depends on where you get it from. There are different labs that do it different ways, and they get different, uh, these different nanoparticles. Um, but in essence, what they do is they, they have a filtration so they can take these because the cells are, are, you know, a cell size and they can use special filters to make sure to get the, the tiniest particles out that they're looking for and filter out all the other products that they're just micro. I mean, they're so tiny and they are able to get these little particles out without having the other parts of the cells. So
0: it's kind of um, like what they do with bees. They put them on a screen that's just big enough for the bees to crawl through the screen, but then it scrapes the pollen off their legs as they go through and it drops into the container. Kind of like that.
1: Well, that's you new to me. But that sounds that sounds in a macro um, in a big uh, sense, yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay,
0: so you're getting out all the garbage. Well, I'm actually more excited about stem cells than I've ever been because I, I started to do a deep dive on this years ago, and I just wasn't comfortable with putting all this potential garbage and trash from other people's cells right. in my body. I'm like, no, nah, I'm just right. going to wait until they get this thing figured out a little bit
1: farther. Um, well, now, which, now you can just use the signals and you'll get a, basically the same response without all the negative side effects. That's freaking awesome. I'm actually that's pretty- why that's my preferred uh, go-to procedure is these nanoparticle treatments because yeah. they are basically doing a stem cell therapy without all the negative side effects. And, they, and are, you they doing,
0: work- are you doing these uh, stem cell treatments at Hippocrates Health Institute?
1: No, I, I, there's, a, there's a med spa there called Liquivita. And they do all the medical procedures.
0: They actually do your stem cell there. They do it. They do
1: these uh, nanoparticle treatments. Okay, cool. And where are
0: you doing them at?
1: Uh, I'm a remote concierge medicine, so I have a a team of provider, you know, a medical provider, nurse practitioners, all those people, and they do all these procedures. Okay, is that in uh, West Palm Beach, Florida? Yeah, yeah. I'm in the the south South Florida. I I go all over South Florida, not just here, all the way, you know, down to Miami and stuff like that. Sweet.
0: Awesome. Okay. So this stuff, and then are we getting back to the parobiosis now?
1: Right. So what they found out is when you use a cell or any kind of nanoparticle from something that's very, very young, it actually can change the way your cells uh, behave and work. So, the reason we age in in a really easy way to say it is that we get rust on our dna we become our cells become rusty and as you get older the more rust that accumulates the more malfunctions start to happen you know your mitochondria don't work very well there's all kind of different dna damage you name it uh there are these uh different things that start to occur in your cell but What they found is if we introduce something that has young signaling, it'll actually change the cell to be young like it did before. It'll fix all the problems uh, slowly uh, so that the cell can work like it used to. And parabiosis proved that this is true. What we found out is basically cells don't actually age, right? Because if a a cell aged and we just connected it to a, a young rat, then the old rat would not get younger. But how does it, if, if a cell doesn't age and it's just malfunctioning because of this rust idea, then, then the youthful signals, when it goes into an older cell, it's changing it back into a younger state. And this is epigenetics at work. We're changing the expression of your genetics, your epigenetics, so that they become a more youthful state. So you can use these nanoparticles to basically trick your body into believing that you are younger than you are, and that, and there go, your cells actually start to, to work at a younger state, and you can test that using those uh, Horvath those clocks or those epigenetic clocks to see if you're actually getting younger. There are supplements that do this as well. NAD is a, a big popular one, resveratrol. You know, there are all these different supplements that can actually make your cells think that you're younger than you are. And that is reprogramming your youth back into. It's not just extending your health span. It's actually making you younger.
0: So besides NAD and Reservatol, because actually Reservatol is going in, um, it, it's, it's going to go into one of our products, our turmeric product very soon. We're adding that in.
1: Yeah, anti-inflammatory turmeric, yeah, there are there are a, a lot of different supplements that fit in this category because you can te- you can do senolytics for example and help to uh, uh, minimize or eliminate, uh, eliminate all these dormant cells that are taking up space and causing inflammation. Are you familiar with senolytics or senescent cells? No, I'm not. A uh, senescence as as the cells uh, replicate over and over again they'll get to a state where they just stop doing that they don't die uh, they're, they're also called a zombie cell which is an easy way to remember it. so okay. these cells will stop replicating but they won't die and they'll just sit there and they will influence other cells around them and they'll stop working and they'll produce anti-inflammatory uh, no they'll produce flam- in, inflam inflammatory uh, chemicals so it can cause inflammation and what they found was, when you eliminate these um, these senescent cells, it really makes a huge impact on your health. Senolytics is going to be a big uh, area of health uh, health uh, restoration in the up and coming years. It's it's very popular right now because it's it's basically removing all these toxic cells that are in our bodies.
0: Hmm. Kind of like so, it does make sense on a big level. Like if you removed zombies from downtown Portland, Oregon. That would be yeah. better for the community.
1: Right. And, and that's they're dragging really, you down. There are undead cells. And if you remove them, your body works a lot better. But there are, there are many different components and different supplements that help to uh, basically change your, your, your cell age to a more youthful state. But we found that exosomes or these nanoparticles are really, really good at doing this.
0: Awesome. Cool. All right. Let's take another quick break. When we get back. Let's get into you know some of the people you've worked with, different you know, issues people have had, stem cells. And we'll finish up on the stem cell deal, but I want to get some real-life stories of like so other people listening can say, oh, yeah, my knee hurts, and I got that. How would that work? My, my, sure. I got a bad neck or whatever. So anyway, yeah. we'll take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Turmeric has been used for thousands of years all across India and Southeast Asia and is one of the best anti-inflammatory compounds on Earth. Now you can get these incredible benefits with the new Chemical-Free Body Turmeric 100 Liquid Drops. This ethically sourced breakthrough solution absorbs over 100 times better than regular turmeric products, eliminating the need to add black pepper. Turmeric 100 helps against inflammation and pain and is made with the same Chemical-Free Body promise. No stimulants, 100% natural, and always made in the USA. Get yours today at chemicalfreebody.com. What's up, health heroes? Tim James here. I'm back with Dr. Ross Carter. We're talking stem cells. We're talking young, young youthfulness and being healthy and yep. repairing and pain and inflammation, anti-aging. Yeah. So the anti-aging component was like a really cool thing. I might actually add this to the title now because it it truly is. So let's speak about this. Um, and you have clients that are coming in. Let's just sure. talk about the first camp. Like usually people are coming in for let's say they got back pain or knee pain. Can you, can you sure. explain to some people what the turn time is and, like, and then what it sure. costs treatment like that?
1: Yeah, no problem. Um, basically, I did this You know, joint pain management is really the category we're referring to. I did this for probably with, well, I did it for rehab for quite a while, but using these regenerative medicine, that's where this is the topic of, we're talking about, regenerative medicine. I've been doing this about seven or eight years uh, specifically for these conditions. We Our primary areas that we focus were knee shoulders and hips and back as well, and joint uh, disc, disc problems as well. So, so somebody would come in and basically we would look at what's going on and figure out, is this something that potentially could help? As I mentioned before, if someone's not taking really good care of themselves, their results are going to be limited. But if somebody is, is actively treating you know, taking great care of themselves, eating well, Sleeping, taking nutrition, doing the right things—these procedures can can work miracles, basically. So we would use these for knees, shoulders, and hips, and those would get the best results. And let's say somebody comes in with a knee problem, how much is it typically going to cost? Well, it's going to be based on how much, how many procedures wouldn't need to happen. Some people uh, don't have something uh, really super severe where they don't they have some cartilage left and their their integrity is, is fairly strong there are let's say they're younger as well and they heal a lot better they they might need one procedure and then they're fine they're fine like it did with me and I, it took one procedure i was 41 and i was healthy and so that's all it took for me but let's say you're 60 years old you have uh you know almost bone on bone you're you're you know you're not walking very well you can you can't exercise you do all these things uh, those things are going to take a lot more procedures to actually get this thing done. Now, procedures range uh, usually four to six thousand dollars per for one. And a lot of times you can get uh, you can get you, you can get like set up for doing multiple procedures for usually under ten thousand dollars if you you know do them all in a relatively uh, short period of time. And, and so that's usually the range. I'd say if it's not too bad, let's just average it around five thousand. If it's pretty significant and severe, maybe eight to ten thousand.
0: Okay, And is insurance covering this yet?
1: No, not no. It's not
0: because and it works. They, says well, it, they can't re- they can't
1: cover anything that actually works. That's that's unfortunate, right? Because it's considered well, it's considered experimental. So the FDA controls the use of these type of products, and uh, you know they consider it everything experimental until they, they make money on it, right? So right now they're considered experimental, even though some they've been used so many times and gotten great results, but they still do that.
0: Okay. So you just talked about um, pain. Um, mm-hmm. So I guess that's kind of in the injury camp too, or could you speak to injuries? Like maybe did you have somebody recently had an injury and they used it?
1: Yeah. I mean, you're going to have inflammation. So okay. inflammation leads to pretty much every problem that we have. Pain is one of them. So what's amazing about not only the stem cells, but these nanoparticles, they both stimulate the body to take down the inflammation in the area that it's, that is put in. So if it's, you have inflammation of your knee, which is osteoarthritis inflammation of the, uh, the, the, the joint. So it can help to minimize that inflammation, thereby taking away pain, but it can work the same in an injury. Let's say you fall down and twist your knee or your, your ankle or whatever, um you can you can put these in that area take down the inflammation then it can heal a lot faster and it will take a lot of the pain away so it's wonderful in in pain management to take away discomfort
0: have you worked with any um veterans because for me like i'm thinking wow how could i help people with this and one thing i'm thinking of is like a veteran let's say they get their leg blown off and you know they've got that you know where they can have that phantom leg syndrome yeah yeah very painful where they go through these bouts where the nerves are going crazy. And it, it actually is kind of good because it's stimulating some some muscle synapses in there. So they're able to retain a little bit more muscle mass, but it's a very, very painful process for them. I watched a guy uh, live on a video going through the pain and, and he deals with it all day long and it comes and goes. And I was like, Would that, have you worked with anybody where you've injected stem cells into the stump area? And I'm not saying that the arm or leg grows back out, but at least can it would, you know, stop that pain from happening.
1: Right. So, so in general, this is not an area that I've I've worked in. So, you know, I kind of stay in my lane where I know um, where I know how to help. That's not something that I've ever worked with. I've never worked with. I've worked with athletes and things like that. I've never worked with like wounded soldiers and things like that. I've never done that.
0: That would be that would be very interesting. Yeah. Would you be one to take that on if I found somebody to send to you to try out, see if it helped them?
1: Well, I, I don't know if that would be something that would be effective for them because what is it we're trying to do? We're not going to regenerate a new body part. You know they're, going, they're they're actually in the process of figuring that out right now with all these 3D printers. They're actually making new body parts. They're growing new body parts, but you know when you have an amputated Crazy. leg, Crazy. yeah, the only the only thing that I think that could be of benefit is if it's if there's inflammation uh, uh, of that area, if it takes down the inflammation and uh, it feels better, that's what it could do. But I don't see that as a long-term solution. It sounds like something that would be a very expensive short-term solution. Yeah.
0: Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. What about somebody, now let's talk about stem cells just for anti-aging.
1: Yeah, I love this area. So, you know, we, when we talked, to, we talked about parabiosis is is really the concept of, of changing your cells to believe that they're younger and stimulating them to repair the damage that's going on in the body, uh, take down the inflammation and change the epigenetic expression of your genetics, uh, which is called epigenetics. And it's reverting it back to a more youthful state. So you can, you can keep doing this to a point where your body will actually become years younger than you are. So it's really cool. When I work with someone on a longevity program, you know, after, let's say they start at 50 and they're 51 at the end, but if we measured them and they're 52 when they start and they're 48, so now they're 51 in chronological years and 48 in biological years, that makes a huge difference on the way they feel, the way they're healing, the way they function, all of those things uh, have improved because we've changed the cell age to a more youthful state. That is true anti-aging. I, I, I don't find doing Botox and all these other things really, truly anti-aging. That that That's just makes you look...
0: But yeah, it's stupid. I mean, Botox yeah. has cancer-causing agents in it. So it's like... Yeah, it's it's, it it's not healthy. Forehead,
1: it, it, it's ridiculous. definitely not healthy. These are all natural. They're extremely healthy. They're they're really just stimulating your body to heal like it should. And uh, because as we get older, it just doesn't respond the same. And we are waking it up. In a, In a crude concept, let's say you know you drink a cup of coffee and you're you're you have a difference of drinking decaf or taking a double espresso. There's a complete one will really wake you up, but that's kind of what we're doing. We're waking up your repair system so that it can function like it used to.
0: When you had your
1: injection in your knee,
0: did they did they separate it out? Just to the signaling molecules or did you do it? old? No, school? Still had- that
1: was this was before that was even something that people knew about. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they were just taking literally part of the placental tissue. Probably. I think it was maybe the Wharton's jelly of the cord, which is where a lot of MSCs are located. It's uh, you've got the umbilical cord. They take the tissue from there. And they injected it into my knee or my nurse did.
0: Is that what and, they're doing today? Is, that, are they taking, is it umbilical cord blood that's sent off to the lab and then they clean it and then send it to you for your... Is that where it's coming from?
1: Well, there's, there's all kinds of parts that you can utilize. There's cord blood. There's the uh, tissue of the cord, which is called Wharton's jelly. Um, you've got your placenta. The, t- the placental tissue have amniotic fluid. So there, there's several different uh, regenerative... Uh, tissues and fluids that you can be utilized that have different effects they have different signaling
0: but it, it's so it's not coming from other adults it's it's not coming from aborted fetuses it's from from placentas after birth correct
1: right when you say other adults it's coming from a, the placenta the, the placenta from an adult so it, so okay, sure. so when a, when a woman has a baby, the baby comes out, if, as long as it's healthy and, and it, everything's okay, the placenta comes out afterwards. Now, some hospitals more recently have asked the, the parents or the mother if she wants to save the placental tissue. And because it can be kind of expensive for a brand new family, a lot of times they'll donate it to these laboratories. The laboratories take it, they'll recycle it, and they'll be able to use it. Uh, make it into doses to be able to util- be utilized for different procedures.
0: Okay. I just want to be clear that it
1: wasn't the, the sem- center is no not aborted fetuses.
0: Okay, cool. Right. That's a you, pretty you important know, point for people.
1: You know, a lot of people that used to be something, but look, they, they they know how to take regular cells and revert them back into their embryonic state without killing an embryo before that was not a possibility. If you wanted an embryonic cell you'd have to kill an embryo. Um, but there's a lot of problems and complications with using embryonic cells. One being that they're really hard to control and they, they become cancerous. So nobody needs to do that. They, they did that when they first started because nobody knew what the hell they were doing, honestly. As we've progressed and understand uh, what these, how these things work, they don't need to use these embryonic cells. They're, they're rarely used in any kind of research Especially, they're not used in any kind of therapy here in the United States, so it, it no don't have to worry about. There's there's more placental birth the tissues right. available than there are abortion tissues. I mean, just just by sheer numbers, Ass. yeah, yeah. How many people have a baby compared to how many people have an abortion? It's giant difference between you know. There's a lot more babies than abortions.
0: Plus, the placenta has a lot more
1: tissue. Exactly, exactly. And if you're put, why would you? Uh, an embryonic cell can create any kind of tissue it's it can create any uh, it creates an entire being why would you want to put that in your knee it can create hair and teeth and bone and all kind of weird stuff and you'll see you can actually see old pictures of people that have these they're called teratomas which is basically a cancer because they stuck these these embryonic cells into their bodies not knowing what they would do and they, they kind of like know, the movie
0: total recall that girl had three breasts
1: remember exactly that?
0: just yes. weird stuff happened have like a little creature growing out of your chest hey here i
1: am exactly <laughs> <laughs> ready for a surprise and that's it, it's, it's it's
0: kind of what happened man it's kind of what happened i know it's i remember air, you know they figured it out so i'm, I'm glad i just waited i on like that it.
1: you that's the part that you remember three breasts it's like what is that like <laughs> Yeah. And, like, the
0: guy, huh? and the guy, he's like, pulls his shirt off and a little creature comes out and he's, he was like the headmaster. And he was like, remember he. Yes. It? Originally from the alien movie. Yeah. Weird <laughs> stuff. Yeah. We don't want like arms growing out of our knee just to try to fix our, our right. Know, so our why would we deal. use an
1: embryonic yeah. cell to do something, anything we, everything after the baby's born and the placental tissue is called an adult cell. It's, a, it's mm-hmm. called an adult stem cell, even though it's not from an adult. But that, that means it's, it's delineated down to where it only can create a few tissues, not everything.
0: Pretty cool. Awesome. Is there anything else that we should know? Because I'm just very excited now because I'm like, wow, okay. Um, we're, we're, we're using, you know, we're not using fetal cells. I'm very right. happy about that. Um, the The umbilical cord cells that we're getting now and from the placenta, I don't have to worry about like weird garbage being in there and chemicals and toxins because it's been filtered right. out. So that makes me feel good. So I'm much more open now to, you know, doing this. Um, Cause I'm, I feel like I'm a living laboratory. So I like to try this stuff on myself first, get first yep. person experience. And If it works for yeah. me, then I share it with, you know, our listeners and our our people in our group coaching
1: community. Well, I, will here say this in- I, I was going to make some recommendations in regards to what you should choose. Um, there there's not like a universal, like everybody should do this. If they have this, if you're younger, let's say twenties, maybe thirties using your own, um, cells is, is probably preferable, um, because they're still young and healthy and you can, you can use those to repair, uh, better. So you can do either fat or bone marrow. Uh, fat is kind of uh, hard to do because FDA has some guidelines that make it really challenging. Of course, Bone marrow is probably going to be the best uh, choice if you're going to use your own cells. There is a minor surgery where they have to go into the back of your pelvis and and make a little puncture hole, and then they extract the bone marrow from that, and then they can separate them, inject them. Um, So that is an option as if you're younger. As we get a little bit older, when you're, say, in your 40s and above, uh, your repair cells are not going to be quite as effective as they were when they're you're younger that's when a lot of people and uh, will turn to these these young placental derived because they're one or two days old not 40 years old so they don't have all the history that these uh, older cells have so you can use younger cells so then you've got placental derived that's just a whole category It it can include all different types but then you can say, all right, if I'm using these placental derived cells, they're not from me. So my body's going to reject them, not instantly like another cell. It can hold off the, 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 the killing of these cells, but it's still, they all will be filtered out through your body, but they can still have a therapeutic response. So stem cells in large are usually fairly safe. And usually people don't have too much problems with them. And they can be very effective. The challenge is that most doctors, even though they're being, you know, they're, they're caring and they believe in what they do, they don't evaluate the labs that produce these things. Think about it. You know, you, you, there, if there's not a specific standard that this lab is doing, if you're just receiving it from a lab, you, you don't have time to evaluate it. You don't know what's in this and you're injecting it into a client and you're hoping that it's effective. Uh, when, I, when I first got involved, I got a fellowship. I took a year of training and got a fellowship in this area. And then I used to evaluate all these products, these stem cell products. And I found that about 80% of them net, didn't have what they said, because I could see the count of this number of cells were in it. Plus, I could see how much uh, were, were, were still a living and the percentages were terrible. A lot of times they would, you know, they would say, Hey, we got 90% of viability and we've got, you know, a million cells and I would have it counted. And it would say they may have a hundred thousand cells and 40% were viable. So, you know, the numbers were not good. And, but most doc, pretty much all doctors don't have the ability to evaluate a, a placental derived cell, whether or not it's live, if it's healthy, they, they don't know that. So there are a lot of challenges with using live cells. Plus, you have to keep these cells cryogenically frozen in liquid nitrogen. Now, I had a liquid nitrogen tank in my office, and it's one of the scariest kind of things you can think of because liquid nitrogen, I don't know if you're familiar with with this like coldest thing in the world or super cold. You get this stuff on you and it instantly burns you. And we would have these tanks. They look like uh, those propane tanks. And we would lower this product in. And when it it goes from regular temperature to freezing, it would like spark out. There were like these, it would spit out stuff and it always freaked me out. So I hated using live cells because they have to be kept that way or they die. And so there can be a lot of user area where the products uh, are, they die uh, in the doctor's office and you you, you know, there's nothing they can do. So Mm -hmm. there are so many challenges with using live cells with these nanoparticles, they can stick them in the freezer and they stay for a long period of time. They are very, they're very um, active and they give you basically the same results. So I don't know why anybody would want to go to a live cell with all these complications when now we can get the same result with these nanoparticles without all this problems of, of, uh, of putting them in liquid nitrogen, keeping them alive. Uh, these things that we have to do with a live cell that we don't have to do with these nanoparticles that basically stimulate the same response now if you are doing these uh, getting a procedure you need to make sure that especially if you're using it for a joint that it has what's called a scaffold which basically keeps the 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 nanoparticles in the area because when you put it into a your body it disperses because it's so tiny but if it has like a, a, a place to stick to it'll stay in that area longer and have a better therapeutic response so but how it, that, does
0: that work how do you put a scaffold in that area is it- well
1: you you could use the hyaluronic acid is is one of the most common because it's like a sticky uh, egg yolk consistency so if you put that in combination with the the nanoparticles they'll stay in the area and have a lot longer therapeutic response so that would be a recommendation to always have something to keep the product in the area you want, unless you want it systemically. Systemically, you can put it on an IV. You can do it through a nebulizer. You can okay, even so do this it- is so
0: sub- this, this is for somebody that says like, I just want to have a- I want to be young. This is anti-aging. Right. They can go in and IV it or nebulize it.
1: Right. And yeah, this is for people that want to optimize their health, get a lot more energy, feel, and become younger- this is the procedure. This is what is so hot right now. I get so many calls about this where people want their youth restored because post-COVID syndrome is, is very uh, prominent and they, they get damage in their lungs. They get scar tissue. Their bodies don't function. This is a way to reverse a lot of that damage that's done to make you younger again and make you healthier. So this are, is are done. You, after- are, you,
0: are you doing this on yourself? Of course.
1: Absolutely.
0: And how often are you nebulizing or IVing? What are you doing personally?
1: Um, I do a combination. I'll do I do IVs, but I also do sub Q, which is basically I just put it in the back part of my arm, uh, in the the tissue in the the tricep, and then you can do it into your um, to your waist. And it, yeah, and it it works just as effectively, and it doesn't hurt at all, and it's easy. IVs are great and really popular because, you know, that's a very great route of entry into the body.
0: So, and how often for somebody for anti-aging?
1: Yeah. So what we found is these particles have kind of like a, a maximum results that you can feel now they have two waves the first wave is where they're taking down inflammation and allowing you to feel better the second wave is where it's stimulating tissue repair which takes a lot longer right because you're not going to have brand new tissue after 30 days it's just not going to do it it's not a long long enough time but to feel like you're you know take down inflammation do that it's usually about a month of time you notice it and then so the popular procedures that we're doing is on a monthly basis so it just stacks on each other. So it just continues to get better and better and you get more improvement. Monthly is, is a very popular um, option for treatment. Some people do it, but it's financially it can be a challenge. And I'll go over the cost in a second. Uh, but then there's quarterly, which is what I normally do because, you know, I'm doing pretty good and I take care of myself and I month uh, quarterly is good. And if, if, you know, finances are a severe challenge, then we have I, my favorite one called the birthday booster basically you do it on your birthday you get a present that everybody you know pitches in to help buy and uh it's a present that you actually want and not something you're going to go return (laughs) so you do it on your birthday and have everybody chip in and and buy it now how much does a procedure cost it's based on the quantity of product and the kind of product but overall it can range anywhere from 2500 to seven thousand dollars based on how much you use some of the You know, high level athletes that, you know, want to stay on their game, they're, they're using higher quantities because money's not the issue. But, Mm -hmm. you know, for a lot of people where money is an issue, you you, you might want to start at a lower level and stay at a lower level. Is
0: there, is there any way, can you,
1: um, like health savings accounts? Is there any way, any other ways besides just direct pay? I don't know because you would probably have to have a CPT code that would uh, tell the the company that you're doing a specific procedure that is, uh, has a code. I don't think, I don't know if you can do that or not. Mm -hmm. Um, You would have to, I don't pretty, I don't ever create like, like super bills where that you can send that to a company or to get reimbursement. I don't know if that's possible. Because it's so experimental and advanced that most companies okay. have no idea what you're doing.
0: Okay, so what about you're, you're doing treatments in the United States, right? You're using okay. the nanoparticles. That's kind of the go to now. It seems like you've you know, we've been around long enough. You figure out that's right. the best way to go. Makes I sense,
1: though. So. Makes sense yeah. to me. You have what? to be careful, though, because, uh, because the use of IVs with stem cells is not allowed the use of stem cell nanoparticles which are uh, really they're called exosomes is really also uh, not allowed it's a, it's in a gray area stem cells are definitely not but but these uh, exosomes are are scrutinized by the FDA so if you use just a uh, a growth factor a specific type of growth factor you'll get the response because it comes from these re- re- regenerative cells so you're getting the therapeutic response but you got to be careful uh, that you're not doing it uh, directly from a stem cell, an expanded stem cell, because it can be scrutinized. So you have to be very careful in the type of procedures you're doing, because you can get these nanoparticles also from amniotic fluid. And an amniotic fluid has a much higher anti-inflammatory component than a, a tissue, a nanoparticle from, say, a stem cell, which is more tissue reparative. So most people want to do it as an anti aging you want to take down inflammation usually that's what happens now that's the first phase of these procedures so you might want to start with an amniotic fluid based uh, nanoparticle then necessarily an expanded stem cell nanoparticle based on what your your goals of what you're trying to accomplish
0: well you just you just made a very profound statement I want all the listeners to really hone in on this and what What Dr. Carter was saying was, is that if you want anti-aging, you really work on inflammation. Yes. You work on inflammation. We've been talking about that a lot over here. I just want to make, because here's another person bringing the same point that I bring up all the time. It's all about inflammation. You know, it was about a year ago, Doc, I was, um, we were, we found, we found a study on 63 people that actually took um, turmeric. Actually, they took curcuminoids, curcumin, right? Right. Hold on one second. I'm going to shut that phone off.
1: <laughs> so if you're still listening, <laughs> I,
0: thought, I thought I was, I thought I was going to make it through the whole call. I, I flipped it on earlier because I had a call from Dr. Shiva, but anyway, so that I didn't want to miss anyway. So we were talking about inflammation, right? So I watched, I listened to this study or not listen to Reddit and I called Dr. Treadweb our performance. I said, dude, like these curcuminoids, um, are awesome, but this study showed that when you take the curcumin, the, the, the 95%, and you basically make it into nanoparticles, it's 185 times more absorbable and anti inflammatory. I mean, right. just blow the roof off. And no black pepper needed because it wasn't going through the digestive pepper, tract. Yeah. yeah. Right? That, yeah. The, uh, what is it called? Piperine or piperine, however you want to pronounce yeah. it. Yeah. That Pipurine, increases yeah. absorption of nutrients. Because people's digestive tracts, we know this over here, that everybody's massive americans and people on the standard american or standard western diet other countries now their digestive tract is compromised they're maybe getting 10 to 30 percent of the nutrients to get through the digestive tract and into the bloodstream and actually into the cell it's not what you eat it's what you absorb so for me i was like like wow i have all this this cellular inflammation like i I was really good at hydrating my cell i made sure that my cell had a good uh lipid or or fat membrane um you know doing certain things cleaning up my gut but the, the, the cellular inflammation so that cells can take in nutrients, re, get rid of waste matter, and then other cells like T3 and T4 can communicate these hormones to my cell or vitamin D is huge for, um, it's for, for, for inflammation. I was doing it for, for the anti-inflammatory to get nutrients in and waste matter out, but it's also anti-aging is what yeah. you're saying. It's, it's, it's anti-aging. So There's we actually also- built this turmeric product that, that mimicked that study. And I have a functional medicine clinic in Texas right now. It's their go-to for anti-inflammatory. So it's actually, we're going to add Reservatol to this. And then Dr. Treadway is like, wow, it's going to be even become more anti-aging than it already
1: is. Are you you working with people that do peptides?
0: Um, No, but I'm interested in that because we're actually launching a skincare line.
1: Yeah, peptides are wonderful. I mean, there's some base level peptides that I would say everybody should take. BPC-157 is one of the... One of the best ones to take down uh inflammation stimulate your your repair system as well um and you know it's it's a lot less expensive than doing some of the regenerative procedures it's kind of like the baseline that you want to start at to stimulate your body to, to heal itself faster um yeah but yeah. but peptides are wonderful and they're 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 creating these and a peptide basically is a short protein basically uh, a protein has like 50 units um, and these peptides are very short, but very powerful. So they, they can stimulate different functions into your body. Like, for example, for sexual dysfunction in men and women, there's something called brimalinotide, which is uh, BP-141. And uh, that just makes you, your, your, it, changes, it makes you think more sexually or your body, it, it's, it affects your brain. So it stimulates, uh, you know, sexual uh, desire as opposed to something like that, like a drug that changes vascularity. It doesn't do that, but it works really effectively and it lasts for like two or three days. So you can have a fun weekend.
0: Yeah. Well, and probably more people need that more than ever because of all the estrogen mimickers from plastics that are microplastics are in our water and our food and our air today. That's well, there's all kinds of turning issues. Turning us all into hermaphrodites, you know, man boobs, <laughs> you know, breast <laughs> okay. cancer, ovarians, so we're becoming dis- fluid. Is
1: that what we're saying? <laughs> Well, yeah
0: <laughs> so last last question, I think um, I might have more. Um, what's the difference between the united states based what people can do in the United States yeah, versus yeah. if somebody can go to Mexico? Is there anything down in Mexico now that they can get that's more powerful, better for
1: them if they have like a
0: you know a knee injury or something like that that you can't do in the u s or are these nanoparticles that can be delivered in the u s uh, the cats meow
1: yeah, I mean, what a lot of the uh, overseas places are doing; they're expanding stem cells and they're utilizing those. But uh, to me, it's like drinking from a uh, what a fire hose. Trying to drink mm-hmm. some water from a fire hose—it's just too much. They do a massive infusion of these these live cells. People have what are called cytokine storms, where they literally go into like a convulsion or and like. They have to put anathylac- them on vitamin
0: C drips. Say it again. They have to put them on high dose vitamin C drips to stop that cytokine storm.
1: Uh, well, a lot of like Tony Robbins, for example, it tells the story about what his experience was. And he had that exact experience where he was, he was shaking, he was sweating. He was literally going into a, a, a shock syndrome and they just had to let him rest and stuff for 20, 30 minutes. And he, you know, stabilized, but some people, you know, they're not going to do well with that. I mean, I don't want to go through helping. that. Yeah. And you go into these foreign clinics. I mean, they don't have the... <laughs> They don't have the standards that you're you're wanting to have. I mean, you you don't want to go down to Tijuana and just go, hey, I want a procedure, and they'll go, yeah, well, just pay six thousand bucks and we'll inject something in you. Um, and they and some of the more reputable places charge twenty five, thirty thousand dollars for a procedure. So I mean, it's not cheap. Mm-hmm. Okay. So here in the states, like I said, I think the the most safest and uh, effective procedure that you can do here. Based on what you're what you're trying to do, is these these little microscopic nanoparticles. I think they're uh, they the I, I know molecules. they're amazing effective. The signaling molecules. They, that's the yeah, yeah. They 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 are also called growth factors. They have just different different growth factors to do different things. Um, I mean, shoot, I was literally I got like this little list and it was going through these different growth factors. It, you know, it targets anti uh, uh, antimicrobial, they help with wound healing, they help with inflammation, and they stimulate blood vessel formation, they uh, regulate cell attachment, uh, they, they just have all these anticoagulants. So all these different growth factors do different things. And that's how it's really helping. It's not just take down inflammation, which is important, but there's all different components of taking down inflammation that get gets the result.
0: Okay. Well, that's great, man. I really appreciate you coming on. And and for the listeners, I want you guys to really understand, I didn't bring Dr. Ross on to say, here's some stem cells. You can do this and right. not change anything else in your life. And you're going to you know, anti-age, which was, you know, I was just bringing you on for like repair and pain. But so the anti-aging component's really cool. I'm really excited about the nanoparticle um, format, um, which eliminates all the garbage that comes with the live cells. That makes me happy. I'm actually open to actually doing this myself now. But again- well,
1: Go ahead. I was going to say if if somebody wants to get more into details of you know conditions that these things can make an aff- uh, 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 you know because normally when I when I do speaking they'll, they'll hey uh, how about rheumatoid arthritis or uh, impotence or hair loss or they'll just go through a rattle off a bunch of things so that's when I did this book I decided I'm going to do a tremendous amount of research. I got 70 different conditions in there and it goes and it's not just my opinion. There's it's not my opinion at all. It goes through the research and it says, here's what the research studies have found it does. So it tells you the, the results of the study. And then in the back, it has all the references. There's 70, no, 700, sorry, 700 different references of all the studies that show how these things work and how effective they are. So if you're looking to find out, does it help this condition? Uh, chances are really good that it's in my book and you can read it. And it's it's an easy read. And, and what I mean by that is the beginning is basically the story, my story that I've talked about and some of the other information. It explains how we age, what these nanoparticles are. It goes into all the details in that. And then when you want to look up your conditions, that's what the second part, of this, the, the, the second, third part is basically all the research that backs up all of these things. And so if somebody's wanting to know about specific things, they can look at the book.
0: Okay. We'll set them over there too. That book is called reprogramming youth, the revolutionary method, uh, revolutionary method to reawaken your health, youthfulness and vitality by Dr. Ross Carter. So we'll put that in the show notes down below here. Um, and, and again, guys, I, it's, it's really important that this is just one more card in the deck of health that you can stack in your favor. We want to keep stacking those cards, stacking those cards in your deck of health until your immune system wins and you can wake up and feel good. So, Don't forget that there are a lot of other anti-aging things that you can do. Number one is reducing stress in your life. Are you meditating? Are you doing your breath work? Um, Going outside, barefoot, reconnecting, having grounding pads, grounding mats. Like I'm grounding right now. I'm touching my desk to reduce inflammation. Drinking, you know, getting your water, your air clean. Get your water right, your air right. These are major inputs to the body. Getting sunshine, getting back to nature, programming, eating healthy. All these things we talk about. Probiotics. What's sleep. sleep, sleep, sleep. Don't is number forget three. sleep. Yep, sleep, <laughs> sleep. That's where you're you're making lots of stem cells. So there's all these other things. This is just one more tool in the deck of health. We're not saying this is the end all be all, but it's definitely something now that I think is um, uh, much more exciting for me because I was very, again, very concerned about the other garbage and trash that could come on with. Into my body and somebody else's live cells. I mean, what did they eat? Did they do drugs? Did did, did the lady, the guy that slept with the lady that had the placenta, did, was he a heroin addict? You know, I I don't know. Like I'm just these cells are going in me. So I, I like it that they're they're cleaning them up now. And they're just using these signaling molecules from the cells and eliminating all this a- inflammatory issues and cytokine storms that can come by putting foreign objects into the body. Yeah. So that's that's very awesome. So. Um, Other than that, man, um, I'm just really glad that you came on. Um, Any parting words of advice for people thinking about stem cell therapy?
1: Just know, make sure that the provider that you're working with is is trained in this specifically. Like I got a fellowship, which took me a year of training. Uh, Unfortunately, a lot of the providers do not have training just because they say they have MD on their name doesn't mean they have any training in this area. It's like you know, you don't go to a dentist to have surgery on your knee. You want to be a, go to a specialist that knows about these procedures. Like here, I work with orthopedists that do these procedures, but they're, they're trained in this. They know what they're doing. You don't want to just go to any orthopedist because a lot of them are actually against this because it takes away their a lot of their money. As well as just a general practitioner, just or or a nurse practitioner, just jamming needles in your body. You you don't know what you're getting, so don't.
0: Yeah, or somebody getting into it just because there's they see dollar signs too,
1: you know, and that's common because there there is a lot of money in this arena. I mean, there's a hundred thousand searches every month. Uh, regarding stem cells so there are a lot of people that are desiring these things and it's very limited in the states of of what we can do legally so uh, so I would say when you're working with a provider you need to make sure that they have training ask them what ask them if they're let's say if you're doing a live cell say can you show me how you evaluate the tissue and make sure that it's actually Uh, healthy. And if they say, well, there's a lab report and you're like, well, that could be falsified. I mean, that could be fake or be on their best product they've ever had. Uh, You never know. So make sure that they're not only trained, but they're using equipment to verify that the product that you're wanting is the product that they're getting.
0: And then how, how do they also, you brought it up earlier. It's like when you're talking to this potential practitioner to help you with your stem cell um, therapy, um, how do you, make sure that they have the right equipment to test and that they're using they're using a good lab to get you know well
1: that's the tricky part you know the consumers do not know what the labs uh what labs to use they just don't know so that's when you go to a specialist that actually goes to the labs like myself i would go all the, to all these crazy labs right and i would look and see well what are the, it's really easy to tell well it's, it's uh, when i would go to a certain labs if they were hiding things, if uh, we we call them the haunted house of labs because it looks like you're you know you're scared because you're in there. You're like, what is going on here? If they're very, uh, they don't want you to see anything, take pictures, anything like that. If they're hiding things, this is not a lab you use because there, there's something wrong with that lab. The ones that are more reputable, they've been FDA evaluated. Find that out. Find out if the laboratory you, that you're using has uh, a certification they have the um, uh, cmp certified as well as have they been evaluated by the F, uh, by the fda to make sure that they're following proper practices there and that's difficult because a lot of these labs haven't they're just make shifts that they literally can do in a garage and you're like you might be getting this product from a well-caring doctor that you trust they just don't know how to evaluate what you're getting and they yeah. just didn't do the research.
0: They're not getting the source. Yeah. There's a lot of good naturopathic doctors out there and I'm sure glad that they're out there doing what they do. But you know, when I go into their um, offices with clients and stuff here locally, you know, I I'm kind of a supplement geek. And right. so I look at their supplements and I found by looking at every supplement reading labels very quickly, I've identified that about 70% of the supplements in this naturopath's office it has the, their, 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 their heart's in the right position, but the, I wouldn't put those supplements in my body.
1: Right. And you think about it, a provider just doesn't have the time to evaluate every little thing that they do. So go to a specialist that knows what, you know, they're, they, this is what they do. They know their product, they know what they're doing, and this is what they do. But if they do this, that the other, they'll never be, uh, they, they just, are, they're a master of none. What's that? Uh, that's saying, you know what I'm saying, but it's like, Right. Uh, you know, uh,
0: the like Jack they, of all trades, the, Jack, that's it.
1: Jack of all trades, master of none. Don't go yeah. to a Jack of all trades. If they don't do this as a primary specialty, I would avoid them. Yeah. Otherwise you're going to, you're going to get jacked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're going to, you're <laughs> going to meet Jack and you don't want to get, you don't want to get, get
0: jacked. You just, just want to get some. You just,
1: yeah. You've just dropped 10, $10,000. And uh, you know, you're not, you're not going to be happy. Yeah.
0: But that's a very inexpensive um, price tag to pay for endless visits to the doc with, you know, therapies and things that are probably aren't going to really work. So, again, stem cells, guys, it looks like there's some some hope here. That's why I'm excited to have Dr. Ross on. I think it's something that you guys should look into. I'm definitely going to be doing it myself. But don't forget, there are many other anti-aging things you can do. And what he said repeatedly through this interview was that the healthier you are, the better they work. So if you're going to drop it's five, lacking. ten grand to accentuate your health and you know deal with this pain or something that might be nagging you for a long time, maybe you can't sleep because you have back pain for years, and you're getting, you've done everything else really healthy, you're doing yoga, and for some reason that didn't work, maybe this is something <laughs> you could definitely take a look at. So doc, thanks for coming on. You guys make sure to check him out at drrosscarter.com. That's drrosscarter.com. His phone number is five six one nine, six, two, one, two, three, one. That's five, six, one, nine, six, two, one, two, three, one. And um, I'll also put in the show notes, your book programming you. So thanks for coming on today, brother. Thank you. All right. And for the, you listeners around the world, we love you guys. Thank you so much for plugging in, listening to these episodes, liking them, leaving comments, sharing, subscribing, doing all that stuff, especially the shares guys. It's really, um, we, we do our best to get the, like, the best people and the best information out to you from It's just a working class movement. You guys are part of the movement. We're trying to get real good information out there that is actually vetted the best of our ability that you can actually put into your life, take action and get results. That's what we want. So um, today you got a bunch of theory, but you have to put the rubber to the pavement. You have to actually take action. So always work on improving your health, building your health. And as we all do that, that's how we're going to increase the health of our community and and the world at large. So thank you so much. And remember to change yourself, change your world, and we'll see you guys again. Next week. Bye bye for now. Thanks for listening again to The Health Hero Show. I'm your host, Tim James. And remember, change yourself, change your world. And we'll see you again on the next episode. Talk to you soon. You have just listened to The Health Hero Show with Tim James.